It is the Wave 97.9 WHAV. It's win for breakfast, and in the studio is Guy Cooper, candidate for mayor in Haverhill. And uh, Guy, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Good morning, Wynn. Nice Thanks to have you. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure to uh, to have you here, and uh, and uh, it's I, I really enjoy having a chance to meet all of the candidates. And one of the nice things about that is uh, we give them a little bit of time to uh, to explain your uh, your biography and uh, uh, you know tell people uh, tell your about your past in case they they aren't familiar with it. Well, my name is Guy Cooper. I'm a candidate for mayor of Haverhill. I moved to Haverhill when I was about 11 years old. I graduated from St. Joseph School, moving on to Haverhill High School, graduating, uh, joining the Marine Corps. After that, I got on the Essex County Sheriff's Department, was there for about seven years uh, before joining the Haverhill Police, and now just recently retiring uh, May of this year. All right, May of this year. All right. Well, uh, we have a, a few questions that uh, we uh, are asking the candidates. Uh, they're designed for the particular race that you're in. And uh, as far as the mayor goes, for years, uh, financial constraints have forced the city to put off buying equipment, building improvements, construction of new schools, and the Broadway area fire station. Which two purchases are your priorities, and how do you propose paying for them? Well, number one, uh, for the public safety, we, we definitely need a, a firehouse up in that Ayers Village area. I do know the response time from being a police officer. I know the response time up there for the fire department is very difficult. It's very heavily settled up there now, and we, we really need a, a full-time fire station up there. The other thing is, is our school systems, uh, they're overcrowded. We have teachers that leave every year to move on to... Uh, more higher paying jobs. I think uh, to try to find that money is the first thing I would do in office would be to do an audit of the city, find out where we have some overspending, we have maybe some double spending or money that we shouldn't be spending on that right now, and start focusing and concentrating into these areas where we really need uh, to improve our our fire services, police services, uh, wastewater, water department, in the highway department, along with our education system, we we really need to, and Haverhill can do, we can do much better with that. Well, in uh, paying for the uh, city's long uh, wish list uh, requires either raising taxes to the maximum or writing a proposition two and a half or cutting spending. And which approach would you take? And if cuts, which specific line items would you strike? Well, again, sitting down and looking at the budget, I would go through and, and and not myself personally. We would I would have a team around me, and we we would go through and, and take out where where we can find some extra money and put that to other things. I Haverhill every year has their taxes right. I'm a taxpayer. We get our taxes raised every year, uh, it, and I would try to avoid any higher taxes or any more than what we have to. I think Haverhill does very well with what we pay for taxes. If they do go up for whatever reasons, uh, as long as people, I believe, our taxpayers see an improvement of where their money's going, as I've been told by many people, if if I can actually see where my money's going and I see improvements happening, some most people don't have a problem paying a little bit more money. Uh, but I would not focus on trying to raise taxes. I would focus on trying to find where we can find some extra money or, or overspill money that Haverhill has. Well, as the uh, mayor, you're also the head of the school committee, 
And what initiatives would you propose to fix the high absenteeism problem? Again, I think it goes back to the, the students and, and our, our educators. They're, they're in a time right now where, where students don't find school as exciting as they used to. I know when I was in high school, if I could, I tell my daughter, if I could go back to high school back in my day, I certainly would. It was probably one of the most uh, greatest experiences of my life. And I think we can do that with our with our children. Uh, put them back in classes that they enjoy. Uh, our educators to our teachers to be there um, to to enjoy being back at school. Uh, not saying that they don't, but uh, I'm sure that with with pays and and the the understaffing that teachers have, I think if we were able to give them those the facilities and we were able to give them proper staffing and possibly some uh, proper pay that we would keep these good educators and school would be fun and happy again. Well, as the uh, the city is said to have a housing shortage, which is causing rents to go up, and at the same time some argue that there is too much construction going on, what do you think is the proper balance, and how would your administration achieve that? Again, the first thing, I think I, w- I would sit down with all of our, our chief uh, people in charge of... Uh, the city of, of who does, uh, you know, the, the water department, wastewater, find out we, we need to get a hold of our infrastructure. We need to take care of what we have now so if the more building comes in, we're not losing losing our sewer system or losing our water system. Uh, again, our, we're understaffed at the, uh, actually in all departments, I think they could say that they're all pretty much understaffed. We need to bring that back up so we can, it, we start increasing the population in Haverhill we also have to make our services available for them and not to hurry up and wait with everybody. And then, uh, you know, as the uh, as the mayor, uh, what would be your first piece of legislation that you would send to the city council for passage? Well, I would certainly say that the long-time arguments of sitting down uh, with unions that need raises uh, and, and pushing those out and pushing those out to points where that, that it gets very volatile that they you know we had the teacher strike a year ago and and there's no reason to be pushing things out i think we need to sit down uh uh, get you know with the mayor to get along well with the city council to get along well with the school committee talk with everybody and we can find this to to make everybody happy and bring the city together the other thing i would really do is uh, audit all departments and meet with all department heads and and find out where we can figure out where our money, our loose money is starting to go. All right. So uh, we'd like to give everybody a chance to, uh, you know, address the, the voters and, uh, you know, tell people what you want them to know about uh, about your campaign and what's going on. Well, uh, October 25th, uh, next Wednesday, I'm having an event, a campaign event at Maria's Restaurant from 6 to 8 p.m., I would like uh, everybody invite everybody in the public to come on down and say hi. If people who know me come down and say hi, uh, share in the event. And ones who don't come down, talk. You can ask me some questions, uh, and um, you know, have have a good time. Have a have a small bite to eat. Again, that's uh, Wednesday, the 25th of October, from 6 to 8 p.m. at Maria's. All right. So, uh, so that's uh, yeah, next week. Next week, yeah. How about that? All right. Well, uh, Guy, anything else you'd like to add? I'd also uh, 
like to like to tell people to that to get out and vote. Everybody needs to get out and vote. Uh, make sure you do. With the mail-in votings and the absentee votings that I have found, uh, make sure that if you mail them out, that you get them out as soon as you can, so your vote gets in before the deadline that the city has, so your vote does count. So make sure everybody gets out and vote, and, and your voice is heard. Uh, and, and that's that's my biggest thing. And I, I would cordially ask people to take a look at me. Uh, go on my website at guideformayor.com and and check me out and at least give me a look over and maybe a vote. All right. Hey, well, Guy, I want to thank you so much. Good luck in the election. And um, and we'll be seeing you all around town. It is Haverhill mayoral candidate Melinda Barrett. And uh, Melinda, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Wynn. Oh, it's my pleasure to have you here. And uh, as soon as you came in the door, somebody wanted a sandwich. I know. They wanted a turkey roll-up. <laughs> Yeah, but that that's part of your past and and uh, and that's what we ask everybody to um to do is to uh you know give it a little biographical uh, background for uh, for folks that are are new to the area aren't familiar with you. Sure. Well, I'm a I'm a third generation uh Haver resident. Went to Haver High, I'm a Hilly. I went to UMass Amherst and came back and worked at my family's uh men's clothing store, Barrett's Menswear. And uh you know, as we we're going to close the men's store or we were transitioning we weren't sure we opened a little uh, gift basket kind of store and it ended up uh, we sold sandwiches too and it ended up basically being a sandwich shop I sold a lot of sandwiches Um, I ran that business for uh, about 23 years I closed took care of my mother for a number of years and uh, I've been a city councilor for 10 years Uh, so you know I'm just Haverhill Haverhill, Haverhill. <laughs> <laughs> Haverhill, Haverhill. All right, now uh, we're asking uh, questions, and uh, I'll let you answer these things. And and uh, and our first question for uh, for a mayor: for years, financial constraints have forced the uh, city to put off buying equipment, building improvements, and construction of new schools and a Broadway area fire station. So, which two purchases are your priorities? And how do you propose paying for them? Um, you know, we'll find out as far as um, hopefully soon about whether we can acquire the land to build the fire station. Uh, I am trying to, you know, behind the scenes help with that. And that's a, definitely a priority. There there are areas of the city that are just um, so far out as far as call times that we need we need to do something not only is the high street station you know we don't have great stations in general as far as their their age and their their upkeep over the years we, we've done better in the last few years because of council pressure but um a a fire station on 97 will give us a really incredibly faster t- call time to Ayers Village and even Rocks Village because they could get on the highway there and, and get down to to that other exit um, much faster than they can get from um, I guess that that might be 16th Ave that might respond to that area but still it, it gives them a lot of of, of uh, incre- in, increased time to 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 get to the fire or or lower time to get to the fire I should say okay um, and then you know. We'll see what we have at, at 
when we get into office as far as what kind of funds we have. I I don't know exactly what's going on right now as far as, you know, it seems like we have, we're appropriating a lot of money for things that are, you know, important. We, we've, uh, you know, upped our street improvements, our, you know, paving, sidewalks. We have a bond on this week for a truck for the DPW for, um, you know, a heavy-duty truck. So we're spending money for things that we need to keep the city open and keep our traffic moving and our our cars intact. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I get that. Um, now, uh, our next question is uh, paying for the uh, city's wish list uh, requires either raising taxes to the maximum, overriding a proposition two and a half, or cutting spending. Uh, which approach would you take? And it cuts specific. Which uh, what items would you strike for this, paying for the wish list? I don't have a wish list. Um, department heads have needs. I personally don't have a wish list. We're going to have to look at what's what's available. We have money in reserve that is is fairly restricted. It, don't, it takes the council and, and and the mayor to take that out. As far as free cash that we might obtain. Uh, based on what we didn't spend, our revenue projections and our spending over the last year. I think a lot of that is spoken for already. Um, and I have very little to say about how that's spent right now. Um, you know, on one vote of nine, uh, we appropriated in the budget. And after that, the, the council doesn't have a lot of, we, we approve big expenditures uh, like a purchase of a, of a fire engine, which we've done. But um, we'll see. Uh, I, I have to get in there and actually see what is actually available. We'll, we'll have to make some hard decisions. Um, I, I fear a little bit that, you know, inflationary costs, we're, we're spending a lot of money right now on needed things, and then I think maybe some things that might not be as needed, and we'll, we'll take a peek and we'll have to do what's necessary. I ran a business. I can I can cut, but there's not a lot of to cut. There's not a lot of fat in a Mayor Ferentini budget. As the mayor, you're also the head of the school committee. And what initiatives would you propose to fix the high absenteeism problem? You know, we're taking. I think the school department is trying to reach out to these families and kids to tell them of the importance of attending school. You know, success in life is often just showing up. And um, we have to make sure everybody is aware and on board with knowing that you have to show up. Being tardy, not showing up is is a, is a way um, to not succeed. And I think between adjustment counselors, um, active, actively trying to engage families in realizing the, the importance of attendance. And, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll make those, those further steps. As the, uh, the city is said to have, uh, have a housing shortage, which is causing rents to go up, and at the same time some argue that there's too much construction, so what do you think would be the proper balance 
and how would your administration achieve that? Well, I don't think Haverhill is exclusive in having this housing shortage. It's all over Massachusetts and even into southern New Hampshire. Um, we have apparently in the state underbuilt over the last 20 years. Um, Haverhill, over the last three or four years, we've approved 1,500, over 1,500 units. Not Most are not online yet. Um, they are in construction or being rehabbed. So, you know, that will take... Unfortunately, it's not like we, we live in a, a dome city. That's a reference to Manny Pitta, for those who remember Manny. You build, and anybody can come. So we might be building 1,500 units, but it might not necessarily just take care of folks that are in Haverhill right now. That's capitalism, you know. You build it, they, they will come. And and we don't know who is going to be the residents of uh, the Ornstein building, which is 300 units, the DeBarro building that's 150, uh, the Water Street um, Minco thing that we just issued a special permit on. That's like just those are about 700 units. And I don't know who's going to live there, but we will have places for people to live. Um, you know, there's talk. The governor just issued a, a big housing bill. Um, you know, I don't think we can take care of the state's problems. Um, we don't have the capacity. We have to remember that we have, you know, we build these. We have to make sure we have adequate police, fire, and schools, never mind the underground infrastructure, and the traffic capacity. Um, so we're not going to be the cure for every issue out there, but um, some of those units will help alleviate probably, you know, supply and demand if you have more supply. Uh you could have a curbing of prices, but that's not an isolated issue for Haverhill, and I don't think Haverhill can solve the Commonwealth's issue on housing. And uh, finally, um, first piece of legislation that you would like to send to City Council for passage? Well, I, I hope we can have a ClearGov or some kind of platform like that so we can have uh, transparency in the budget process, so if folks are wondering, you know, where their tax dollars are going, they can see it broken down, you know, through all categories of, of uh, the city and uh, make it a little more user-friendly. We have different platforms and that that are available now, but I don't think they're as readily um, or intuitive for for a a uh, person off the street to, to just poke around and, and find out what's going on. All right. All right. Uh, what would you like to tell voters? Well, you know, I, I hope I can earn your vote. I'm a 10-year city councilor. Uh, you know, I love the city, and I'll make any decisions I make will be, you know, in the best interest of the city as a whole. And uh, I think... My experience, my depth of knowledge will, you know, help me transition the city out of this 20-year mayor and uh, into ward council 
representation. And, uh, you know, I think my ability to work with others will, will help us have a smooth transition. All right. Anything else you'd like to add? No? No. No, thank you, though. Thank you, Wynn. Oh, my pleasure to have you here. It's, it's uh, nice to hear your thoughts on things. And uh, look forward to the election. Early voting uh, starts on Saturday. Uh, and, around. And, and ballots are out. Uh, mail-in ballots are are out now. Yeah. And they, they can return turn them. And I, I would say... You know, this the last the primary election. Some people either mailed the ballots late or like after the election date, so they wouldn't wouldn't be counted, or they mailed them ahead of the election, but not not far, far enough away for the mail to actually get delivered to the to the clerk's office. So those those ballots didn't get counted. There were a significant number. Um, that didn't get counted. So if if you are choosing to mail in your ballots, get them in like now, and uh, or you can hand deliver them to the clerk's office. Or there's a drop box for ballots on the side of City Hall. All right, hey Melinda, thank you very much, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Win. Appreciate uh, it. All right, Melinda Barrett, councilor, uh, city councilor in Haverhill, but a candidate for mayor. Our guest this morning, right here on the Wave, ninety-seven nine. W-H-A-V. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM, W-H-A-V. Catch the wave, W-H-A-V.